2007 was um, a big year in tech. I talked previously about the iPhone, which was released back in that year. But also in November of 2007, Amazon released the humble Kindle. And to this day, it's gone on to dominate the ebook market and has driven ebook sales to the point that I mean I haven't looked at the stats but I, I could be fairly sure that many people buy a Kindle purely because there's a library of books available that you just don't get on other platforms and while it's true that paper books have had a bit of a renaissance and that people uh, are almost hankering for them now particularly in the lockdown era I for one haven't read a paper book in a long time way more than a decade I remember reading my first ebook on a Scion 3C which was current at the time and I've never read a paper book since everything I've read has been on a screen and in that time I've come to realize that the Kindle is indeed very special uh, for what it doesn't do. And that's that it offers zero distractions. You can't really add any apps to it. There's nothing that gets away in the way of the text. And crucially, the text is presented in this form that even with a backlight, you're not really getting eye strain the like of which you would get from uh, a laptop or an iPad, for example. To me, it's, it's the perfect example of how technology can be used to recreate something analogue and to do it in such a way that it gives you all the advantages without taking away many of the emotions you would feel when, for example, just reading a paperback novel. When I sit down and start reading on my Kindle, I've currently got the Oasis, I do, I, I get the same feeling as if I'm reading a traditional book. If I do the same on an iPad, I'm using a computer. And it, it's, it's really hard to explain. But just that shift in technology can take away everything about a book that, that makes it what it is. You literally are just concentrating on the words and everything within that story. And on a standard computer screen... Besides the threat of notifications, which obviously you can turn off for a set period of time, it's never felt the, the same to me. And it's interesting that when you look at the Kindle, it is an outlier in the technical world. We have smartphones, we have smartwatches, 
very smart tablets now. And here you have this product that's literally an e-ink screen with a backlight for when you want to read at night. And that's it. Uh, you may have a couple of buttons on some devices. There's literally nothing else there besides the ability to browse the ebook store and download new books. And it's the implementation that impresses me a great deal because you can see that so much care has been put into allowing it to do its core function in the best way possible. That just like I was saying about the iPhone in the previous episode, you do forget that it's there when you're reading a book. I can become engrossed in a book or a long article that I've sent to the Kindle and be taken away just as I would with a normal book. I've never had that sense with when reading on a phone or on a tablet it it just doesn't hit me the same way and i think amazon has been incredibly restrained over the past 14 years in not trying to push too far forward or to add too many features and so today we have the latest kindle oasis which is the flagship model and and it to me, it's been a fantastic experience, way ahead of other Kindles. And it's definitely causing me to read a lot more than I normally would. And that's not just a lockdown thing. You know, I, had, I hadn't read half as much in lockdown until I got the new Kindle. And now I find myself reading much more every day. So... I believe the Kindle is special purely because of the way it does what it needs to do. The, the fact that every single base has been covered, from purchasing an ebook in seconds to downloading samples, the huge battery life, you now have water resistance, so you haven't got to worry um, too much about how you're using it. You can read 24 hours a day if you want in any lighting conditions. And it's just a joy to use. And that's why for me, I think it's something I will always own. And my only concern, I suppose, is where, our, um, where Amazon would look to take it. Colour e-ink is on the horizon and maybe there is um, a point in time where that would make sense, or rather certain use cases, graphic novels, comics, etc. But, but I think I would like to see, and I guess it would be easily implementable, would be the ability to read a graphic novel in colour on a newer Kindle, but obviously be able to just switch to what we know and love at the moment when reading a book. So I could see that on the horizon, but I'm not sure Amazon should be doing anything else with the product. Um, it goes back to that, that cliche of it just works, but I can think of few devices that just work better 
than a Kindle. So if I leave the Kindle there, to me it's close to perfect and it certainly is very special. Whereas for some reason I've never taken to the iPad. Um, I've always used my iPhone and a MacBook. There's been nothing in between. My iPad will be used for watching YouTube. In actual fact, my iPad is literally a conduit for YouTube and nothing else. And for some freelance work when I need to do it. I have an Apple Pencil. I, I personally don't get on with either. I've never found the experience of writing notes on an iPad fulfilling and crucially I've never found it even slightly useful as to what I can do with those notes afterwards which is why I use um, paper and a pen currently. I am wondering however if that middle ground could be served by an e-ink notebook. Like I've been looking at I think it's the Books Nova 3 and they're around £300. But still in my head, I feel that writing notes on a digital device doesn't feel quite the same. And I suspect that they would uh, end up just being sat on the device, never to be seen again. Whereas I find with a paper notebook, I'm going back looking at them and crossing them out. But I think e-ink does have a place and for people like me who like to read books on a Kindle, we're probably much more likely to use a small e-ink notepad than we would be an iPad. I have no doubt many of you would disagree, but to me an iPad is still just a big iPhone. It's still a less convenient MacBook for when I want to do uh, proper things like writing or, or research. So the iPad will forever be a product that whilst I can see it revolutionized computing for millions of people, particularly those who maybe felt that they didn't need a full computer, uh, for those who, as I go back again and say normal people who have lives, who just want to do certain things, maybe pay bills online, have a look at Amazon, browse the web or whatever. They just want to do normal things, but they don't feel the need for a full computer. That's where the iPad wins, and that's its killer market. I think for people like me, it's always been seen as an inconvenience. And no matter how many times I've tried to use the Apple Pencil, I would go as far to say as, on a personal note, the Apple Pencil is a complete and utter failure. But that's my experience, and I do know that many people absolutely love it. Love it. I think the iPad is everything the Kindle isn't. The Kindle is that one task device which has nailed the experience perfectly, whereas the iPad tries to do too much and it doesn't give you doesn't give me any time to just sit down and enjoy some content on it so yeah uh 
quite a quick one because the Kindle is so simple. There's not there's not actually that much I can say about it. It it's there. It does what it needs to do, and it does it perfectly. And bizarrely, I hope it doesn't really change in the future because it's so damn good. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.